Hey, everybody. Welcome to season two of The Brown Print with me, Carrie Champion. And that's right. I said season two because this time around, there's a twist on The Brown Print. Each week, I'll bring you conversations with some really accomplished people, folks you've seen, maybe some folks you've never heard of before, but they always have one thing in common, how they were able to come back. I want you to be inspired. I want you to see people who are just like me and you, and they figured it out. I hope they act as a guide. I hope you feel as if you're being mentored. I hope, in fact, that you feel like you're getting direction. Welcome to season two of The Brown Print, The Comeback. Standing in Jamie Foxx's kitchen with him and his sister, Deidre. And he's like, so what's, man, what we doing? Like, what's going on? I said, I ain't doing nothing. I'm about to go home. I'm about to go do the church thing, move back into my mama house until I can figure my own place out. He's like, you can't go home. He said, what I'm going to do? So what you mean? He said, who going to inspire me? At this time, I'm kind of homeless. Like, so, living in LA. He's like, what, what you going to do? He said, this is what you're going to do. You're going to use my studio and you're going to live in my house until you figure it the fuck out. Today, we talked to an R&B star, singer, songwriter, producer, actor, and comedian. You know him as Tank. He's worked alongside some of the biggest names in R&B, including Genuine, Tyrese, Aaliyah, Jamie Foxx, just to name a few. He sold millions of records and he's received five Grammy nominations. Five of his records have made it to the top 10 on Billboard charts, plus five number one singles. Being in the game, though, for almost 20 years hasn't come without its struggles. Tank Now is fighting one of the biggest battles any musician can face in life, and that is hearing loss. But that's not something he'll let stop his endeavors. In fact, I speak to Tank about how he's navigating this life-altering loss and the steps he's taken to remain positive no matter what. Plus, how he stays in the game with something new. He's delivering his final album to us as he prepares for the next chapter. This is the brown print of R&B star Tank. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm super awesome. That's good. And I love the blue in the background. This is my this is my guest house slash man cave slash studios. I like it. But I want to start with or begin with, if you will, um, where you are now in your life. Um, I know you have an album coming out and it is the last album. Can you tell us why? Well, there there are a few reasons, but you know I'll I'll get to the to the easiest ones, I guess, for people to understand. You know, I went through some things medically that kind of that kind of sped up my timeline in terms of all the things that I want to accomplish um, as as a creative entity. As things are happening all around the world, as you can see, it just feels like time uh, we're losing it faster than we ever imagined we would. There are so many things I want to do. And the biggest thing I want to do is give back everything that I've been given. Right. So me musically, like I've been doing what I've been doing for 20 something plus years. And I, I feel like in, in terms of how I do and what I do, me as an artist and how I personally contribute to myself, I've, I've, I've done that. The next level of that is how do I give somebody else 20 something years? Somebody gave me 20 something years. Somebody believed in me. Somebody invested in me. Um, somebody gave me the game. You know what I mean? So that I could teach myself on, on, on a certain level. So now I got to give 
that back to somebody else. It, it, it's hard to really shed light on something new um, and, and something incredible. If you keep putting your shoulder or you keep, you know, don't forget about me. Like the Dr. Dre approach is the best way I can explain it. Dr. Dre completely stepped out of the light and said, I present to you Eminem. And from there, Eminem, what do you have? Eminem says, I present to you my crew. Okay. And now Eminem says, I present to you 50 cent. And now, and now aftermath is this powerful thing that of course we understand who Dre is, but without him giving back, it doesn't become the aftermath that we know it is today. That's the first piece. And then two, you know, I act and I do comedy. And so I'm, I'm so competitive that when I look at other actors and other comedians, I want to challenge them. I want to be the best at that. And in order to do that, I have to put the same kind of time in that I've put into this music. It needs true dedication. And I can't do that if I'm, you know, always in album cycles and, 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 and always the weekend warrior doing three and four shows a weekend. It's just not enough time. You've decided you have to focus, you know, you can't be a master of all things. You have to master the one thing now that you want to take over. You say, you mentioned actually, and you told your fans this um, on Instagram, that you are losing your hearing. Give us an update. Where are you with that? Um, I'm still deaf in my right ear. And um, the left ear is performing well. It gets, depending on the day, it gets a little foggy. Um, I have vertigo every day. So either it's light or, you know, or medium, sometimes heavy, but that's an everyday thing. For me, from a mental standpoint, like I've just made the adjustment. This is, where, this is my starting point. Then I'm just going to work with what I have to the best of my ability. How do you have such a positive attitude towards that? Because the first thing that I thought, well, this is your last album because you're losing your hearing. And I would think it affects how mm-hmm. you hear music, how you sing. Um, so to me, that would be the main reason why you were like, let me retire from singing and focus on acting and focus on, on my uh, comedy pursuits. Is that not the case? No. Okay. It took me a, it took me a second to be able to process all of the information into one ear, but you know, I'm back rolling. I'm doing shows. I'm, you know, I'm recording. I'm making beats. I'm, I'm doing the whole thing on this. This one ear is incredible, right? <laughs> so it's not that. It, it just goes back to, you know, this came out of nowhere. There was yeah. no cause for this. I mean, there's no X, Y, Z here. This is completely unexplainable. And when you start thinking about, you know, life and time, it's like, how many or when will the next unexplainable thing happen before we get there? Let's, let's, let's get to rolling, man. Let's get to these other mm-hmm. things that, um, that we want to be great at, man. And, 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 and let's just do it. People need an answer, especially when they have been diagnosed with something that alters their lifestyle. How that happened? When that happened? Why did that happen? Did you ever go through that process at all? Maybe for like a day and a half. Um, I'm not very good with the why me, mm. you know, kind of thing. I've never mm. been that guy. Um, I'm always the glass is half full because why not? There's so many people who are going through things so much worse, man. There are so many people who didn't wake up today. 
this could have gone so many different ways. And in spite of all of that, I'm sitting here with headphones on mm-hmm. talking to you. You know what I mean? You, you are amazing and accomplishing everything that you do. And I'm still able to have this conversation with you. So I count it that way. That's how I count up. I don't count down. Hey, I love that. Count up. Don't count down. I like it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I am hearing all of this, this, the positivity, the different outlook. It's definitely perspective when, when something like this happens to you. And you look back over your career, were there moments where you, and of course there are always these moments, right? Anybody who mm-hmm. presents art feels a certain way. Were there moments where you thought, I wish I could have turned left instead of right? And if I did that, maybe my career would have landed differently or my legacy would be different in the music game. You know what? I had a moment where there's two moments. The one moment was, was absolutely wanting to give up and not feeling that for the amount of talent that I had, that I was being treated fairly. Yeah. I had this thing where I was like, I'm better than them. I'm better than her. I'm better than him. Why am I, why can't I get, you know what I mean? I was really in, I was, I was pompous and arrogant in my gift and I felt like I deserved more. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with this business. I'm going back to the church. And, um, and uh, Jamie Foxx would not let me leave. He's like, uh-huh. no, no way. No, you are too important, too valuable. You go live in my house, use my studio until you figure it out. Um, that was one moment. And I can never get to that place again. And then there was a moment where, you know, I took all of this really personal. And I made a decision um, to go about it in a different kind of way that cost me five years as an artist. What decision and what did it cost you? Well, well, in my defense, um, it was Christmas and I had maybe like, I don't know, $1,500 in the bank. And the people who own my label, who uh, also were in partnership with my publishing, they owed me $700,000. And I have a wife and a kid and they won't pay me. And I tried the lawyer route and then I resorted to, you know, I resorted to where I'm from. And unfortunately, you know, it was, it was a bad decision. I'll just say, you never want to go street in these types of situations because, you know, it only takes a moment to make a really bad decision to change your entire life. I was put on the shelf you know, the, the label wouldn't touch me, you know, and the blessing in that was before that I wouldn't produce and write for a lot of people. So because I was shelved and I was sitting on the bench, it forced me to now look at producing and writing for other people in order, in order to survive. And that it brought that brought that out of me. I look at what I did and I say, man, I really shouldn't have done that. But then I look at what came out of it. I don't know how to call it, but it worked out. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> well, the through line, though, through every everything you're saying to me was just the the overcoming, the figuring it out um, and seeing that it will always work itself out. And and now I hear you talk about this next chapter, you know, the 2.0, Tank 2.0, if you will. It could be 3, 4, 5.0 for you. I, I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when we look at this, this next version of you, 
I have to ask you because you talk about it so so simply and so um, carefreely. What if you lose all of your hearing? How does that affect acting? How does that affect you being a comedian? I don't know. I have no idea. Not even thinking and about it. No. Hmm. I mean, whatever cards I'm dealt, you know what I mean? I play that hand. I know you play spades. You know about yeah. spades. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I will I will play that hand when it's dealt. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you, you're still going to get the same me. I'm going to find a way to see that glass half full, whether it be in sign language, whether it be in, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to figure it out. I promise you that. I would that. be terrified. I would be terrified. And I love how you are taking this on with so much um, positivity because that's inspiring and encouraging. It can be that way. It can. I mean, because the stress and the anxiety that comes along with fear, um, It Mm -hmm. takes a different toll on you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The biggest thing for me in going through this was was the medicine. That hurt me the worst. You know, it was getting, you know, steroid injections into my eardrum, taking prednisone at a a 60 milligram a day level and and eating to, to where I was, my body was about to explode and looking in the mirror and not being able to recognize myself. It was that. You know, once Mm -hmm. I got clear of of the medicine, everything else was easy. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, let's let's rock. Let's work. What was meant to help was harming you, right? That because it usually works, it works that way sometimes with medicine. It really does. And backing away from those things and just settling into what this might just be in terms of my reality, that's what got me better. When you make this announcement. What is the industry? What do your friends say? What do the people you've worked with say? They reach out to you. Um, they react in what way? Oh, they're like, nah, no way. You can't. We're not having it. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, me, and my, me and my manager were talking the other day, manager Jay, and he was like, he's like, listen, I understand where you are and what you want to do. He was like, but, you know, we always talk about everything in sports terms because we're athletes, right? Athletes right. first. He's like, bro, you still you still jumping from the free throw line out here. All right. I you know love it. He's like, how do you retire still jumping from the free throw line? You got a couple of more years left is what he's saying. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't ready to retire. I'm, I'm priming right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I look I look on iHeart and my record, you know, and my music is, you know, I'm, I'm top four. And, you know, yeah. and R&B music being played, all of that. So he's like, you know, how now? And I'm like. I don't know. Like, I can't, I just feel it. And think about all of these other things that I want to do and, and go into, you know, the cachet of being successful or still being success, successful makes it easier to have those conversations on, on those other playing fields because I, I do still bring something else to the table. I bring an audience with me. How do you mean it's easier to have those conversations? You know, let's, let's say a casting director is like, well, who's Tank? Well, um, Tank is a very successful R&B singer who, who's, who now has his six number one record album sold into the charts, sold out tour. He's that, he's that guy. He's got three point whatever million and such and such an engagement following it because those are the new conversations, the engagement, the following and all of these yeah. things, right? Yeah. And he's got millions of views here and all of that. And so it's like, okay, okay. So let's take a look at that because 
those numbers add value to the overall. Okay. And then it be, and then we can say, okay, can he act? I have value already. And so it kind of gets me into these doors first and foremost, and then being able to prove myself on top of that. So you say Jamie Foxx is a really good friend and he helped you. He, he helped you uh, at, a, at a point in time when you wanted to give up, which I think is beautiful. And here you are, I think, in his territory because he's a singer, <laughs> he's a comedian, yeah. you know, he's an actor. And, and you, as I hear you talk briefly, I can tell that you're competitive because you are an athlete. Uh, do you know that you're better than him? Here's what I say to that. I'm better at certain things. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx is the greatest entertainer of all times. Period, point blank. I may be able to sing a little bit better than Jamie. You know what I'm <laughs> I, I, I may be able to. I may be able to jump a little higher <laughs> than Jamie. I don't think he's ever dunked a basketball. One on one, go to ten. One on one, going to ten. Who win? Oh, I'm gonna dust him. He's, he's old. <laughs> he's old. <laughs> He's old. I'm a kill. But as an overall, as an overall gift, Jamie Foxx is just something we've never seen. Something we've never seen before. He's special. Absolutely special. So, so what you get from me is is what I got from Jamie Foxx. What's explain? Explain. I've been I've been sitting under Jamie for the past since 2002. So, you know, the whole time I was sitting there, I wasn't just, I mean, we weren't just partying and, and, and drinking a bunch of, uh, drinking a bunch of Patron. We were, but. I was like, but that, nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> no, we were. Right. If that but, was the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a lot of Patron. Um, <laughs> but I was also taking notes, you know, one of the things that that I that I stole from Jamie, amongst many things, is how he works a room, how he made everybody in the room feel special. Because normally, when the star walks in the room, it's all about the star, and people would walk in, let's say, to, to Jamie's house as one of the big parties, and Jamie would go, "Oh, look who just walked in," and I'm like, "Who is that?" <laughs> no one you knew it was someone no one you knew everybody felt special then jamie would run to the bar who need a drink he mixed in the drinks and he got the ice he got the apron on he's like take go to the carl jr get a get a thousand chicken fingers i go get the chicken finger back he's in there chefing up the chicken fingers and the barbecue sauce it's masterful that's what i learned from him i learned like it ain't, listen, it ain't about me. It's about y'all. I'm glad y'all are here. What I, my biggest takeaway as a journalist that I am is that you guys were having Patron and chicken figures at nauseum, nonstop. Anyone can have them. That's the biggest takeaway right here. Patron <laughs> and chicken fingers uh, and everybody was VIP. End quote. That's the biggest takeaway. I'm done. This interview is over. Goodbye. <laughs> no need to talk to you ever again no i'm kidding <laughs> no i can't i'm joking in between all of that you were a bit of a, a mentee and he was your mentor 
and he taught you a lot from the game, which I think is a beautiful thing. I could imagine that relationship. So he knows these are your goals, right? He knows that you are retired, you're retiring and you are moving into his world, if you will. Um, Has he offered you any advice, any, anything to take you to that, to that next stage in this next chapter for you? I mean, you know, he's, he's always gaming. He's always like, all right, TZ, make sure you do this and then make sure, you know what I mean? But for me, that's a heavy card to pull, right? A Jamie Foxx card. Heck yeah. And so for me, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a dear friend, but I want to earn the right to pull that card. Mm. I don't want to say, I need your card to pull me all the way up to the, no, no. I got to work my way to, up to a point to where, you know, when they say Jamie Foxx are Jamie Foxx and Tank are doing such and such, it makes sense. I don't want him to do it because he's my friend. I'm going through this process from grassroots, from the ground up. I'm flying to Miami on my own dime to to do the uh, improv. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not getting paid. I'm driving an hour out to Brea Improv to do. I'm like. They're like, well, how much do you charge? Like, I don't charge nothing. I'm learning. Just give me some time. And, you know, shout out to my guy, Cisco Duran, who's been another mentor for me in, in, the, in the comedy department where he's had so many shows. He's like, you want to open? He's like, yes, I want to open. Wow. And here I come out on stage, Tank the Singer, in, in these rooms who have no idea who I am. So they're like, come into the stage. Give up for Tank. Nobody knows who you are as the singer Nobody out there. Knows who I, I have am. a hard time believing that. I had a hard time believing that. <laughs> I had hey, a hard, I was like, you know what? Thank you. You're too humble here. for me. You're too humble for me. Go on. <laughs> I am trying to tell you that these comedy rooms are completely different okay. from from the music rooms, from the theaters and the arenas where they're promoted. It's completely different. I thought I was going to have a little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> have some ladies out have there laughing. Like, like, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, funny. Just, just laughing because, you know what I'm saying? Because they know the music. No, none of that. And I just had to work my way up from there. By the way, that's a good joke. If you haven't wrote that down, that's a good joke how like no one knows you and you feel away because you know you are a well-known singer and ain't nobody no ladies out here throwing no panties on stage or nothing like that's no panties that's a joke that you need to write and i, I can can i get credit for it because i'm hollering because you really because it's humbling <laughs> through this point where you have made it through your career what has been your key to success what recipe has it been in terms of your singing and being a performer what did that look like to get you to this point in your career? Being myself. Authenticity. Authenticity. You know what's crazy? I've, I've, I never had to create a character to be, to be in this. Like, I never had to do something mystical um, in order to get people's attention. I wrote and produced a song called Maybe I Deserve, right? And this song, I wrote on a napkin while my ex-girlfriend was telling me off, you know, I had taken her shopping because I, you know, I had done some things that I shouldn't have done. And so, you know, men, men always go to the, to the pocket, to the shopping spree in order to try and clean things up. 
And we had just had a good day and, and we're sitting there at lunch and, you know, you know, when, when a woman just kind of mind starts turning and she goes back into that place and you see the demeanor change. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? We having a good day. What's wrong? She's like, you know what? I just think it's unfair. You know, I understand you're trying to make up for it, but I don't think you can really make up for it. Like you really deserve for me to do all that stuff to you. And I was like, wait a minute. And, and we're having this conversation verbatim and I just write it on a napkin. I make this track. I sing it. Play it for my homeboys. They're like, that's a nice song. Let's go hoop. All right, cool. And years later, it becomes my quote unquote first single. Right. And it just blows all the way up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so this is what it is? I can just write my life mm. and that'll work? Let me try it again. Slowly. One man. Sex, love, and pain. Please don't go. It's like, I just survived by being myself. Do you see the irony in this next chapter in Tank 2.0? You are literally doing the opposite. Now you're going to play a character. You're not going to be yeah. yourself. I think that's fascinating. Like, here's what's, what's been happening. Like, people have been calling me to play villains a lot. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, the irony in that, because I'm like the nicest guy ever. Like, I'm like the funnest guy in between takes. I got everybody laughing. But a lot of times I want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. I want to tell the promoter, I want to run into his office when he don't have all of my back end. I, I want to respond to the to the haters and the critics in my comments and go, you don't know who you like. And so when I get into acting, I get to tap into the things that I don't get to say, the people I don't get to be, you know what I mean? And really have fun with the art of it and paint with a completely different brush and use completely different strokes. And that right there, that process right there is just really, really cool. And it's fascinating and it's exciting. It's a, a old school progression because back in the day, you had to be a triple threat. You had to, when, when actors, I, I'm a fan of black and white movies. Actors had to sing, mm-hmm. dance. They had to be funny. They had to deliver lines. They had to do it all. Like you couldn't just show up and have one talent. And you won't pull out the Jamie Foxx card. I appreciate you saying that. But I, but I do know that if you consider him the great, you know, the goat, if you will, the greatest of mm-hmm. all time, that is, um, that's a beautiful way to aspire. Is that how you see it? That's exactly how I see it. That's the bar for me, right? Right. And, and that's also the humbling space. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I'll, I'll just, when, I, when I'm kind of feeling myself, I'll just go to Jamie's house and say, yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> or, or Jamie, you know, saying I'll be riding on Jamie's private jet. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do commercial when I'm on my own. Yeah, I got work to do. I got uh, yeah. work to do. Before I let you go, I, I talk to Tank in the future, right? We do this interview in different in different circumstances, different surroundings. We're out of COVID and we're face to face and you're sitting on the couch uh, on my network show and you have the dream role, the role that you've been waiting for all your life. What is that role? There are two. One, of course, is Marvin Gaye. Mm. Um, that makes hold on hi 
get get my people on the line. <laughs> I have found our Marvin Gaye. Yes, because no one has done it, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they're working on it. No one's called me. I get it. But, you know. <laughs> but Marvin Gaye Live, those are screams that I've been chasing my entire career for me to walk out on stage or start singing a song and women scream like me, like they were screaming for Marvin, like chasing it my whole career. So there's that. But then um, I'm a big action guy. Mm. You know what I mean? So like standing beside the rock or, you know, or, or when Wesley was blade, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, Jason Statham, you know, like, 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 jumping off the building. And sing, what is and it about you the- men? You men love to blow shit up and fall off of buildings and hang and do all that. Like, it's like you, that never, cha- it never changes. Whenever I ask somebody this question, especially if they're a man, I want to build things and blow it up. <laughs> I want to jump off a building. I want to hang from a, you know, a plane. It, that's not, okay. That's funny. And that is not real life, but I love that you want to do it. Okay, great. I love it. We are warriors You're right. by You're nature. Right. And whether it be saving the hood or saving the city, right. I need guns and I need explosives. <laughs> That's it. I need it. Okay, well, I'm I'm down for both. I definitely see Marvin Gaye in your future. I think you would kill it because he is such he was such a complex character. And I think that you oh are God. comfortable enough in your manhood to do that. And I can see you doing that. So I wish you nothing but the best. And I can't wait till I get the exclusive interview for that one. OK, don't give it to Oprah because she's going to call you. Tell her no. OK, <laughs> tell her no. I'm going to tell Oprah not yet. I'm going to tell, <laughs> tell her, hold on. R&B money. Talk to me about what the people can expect on this on this farewell, this um, bye bye, if you will. It's everything, man. It's 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 all the textures. Um, it's all the subject matter. My first seven to eight songs, maybe even nine, they're they're on purpose to not interrupt the flow. Mm-hmm. No skips. What, whatever connection you're having with your counterpart because R&B is meant to connect. It's meant to set that mood. It's meant to be spiritual and physical all at the same time. And this first half, first three quarters of this album does just that. And I think that that's what R&B needed. That's what I needed. I call it R&B money because I've been able to do this and live off of this since I started. And so for me, R&B has never lost, lost its value. R&B has always been expensive. R&B is expensive to make. It takes real musicians. It takes real singers. It takes real emotion. It takes, it takes real life in order to create some real R&B music. And so, you know, I send that R&B money out there to say, yes, there is money in R&B, but R&B, R&B is also expensive. And don't stop making that expensive R&B. Don't stop. Keep doing it. And this is just my entry, um, my give into the gold of R&B. All right. I like it. Um, Tank, that has been wonderful. You are funny. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Brown Pen. You are a pleasure. No, I, I appreciate it. 
I really enjoyed this brown print. Not only uh, did I find out that Tank was funny, I actually was inspired by his story. He was very clear in the fact that he did not want to play the why me game. He lost his hearing in his right ear, but he's still moving forward. I have a hard time understanding how he can stay positive, but yet and still he does. And I think that's a great reminder for all of us. The next takeaway, count up instead of counting down. I've never heard that before. Counting down is something I do in my business a lot. You count down into a lead. You count down before you go live on television. But counting up means you're only thinking about the positives, despite what life throws at you. And last but not least, authenticity is a powerful factor for success. I truly believe this. It's really hard to be yourself in a business that asks you oftentimes to be something else. And that is what made Tank so successful in his music career. And I believe that will help him in this next chapter. I hope you have enjoyed this version of The Brown Print. This comeback story of Tank is something special. And I'm looking forward to the next chapter. So that's it for this week's episode of The Brown Print. Let's keep this conversation going online. That's where you can keep it a buck, as the kids say. Follow us on Instagram at The Brown Print Podcast or on Twitter at Brown Print Pod. Follow me, Carrie Champion, on IG and Twitter. Just at my name, Carrie Champion. And if you enjoyed this episode, which I'm sure you will, share it with your friends and family and help spread the word. We'd greatly appreciate it also if you showed us some love by leaving a five-star rating and a positive review. Only positive reviews, please. The Brown Print is a Gallery Media Group original production.